1: It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. Coming up, we'll talk about your heart and how does COVID affect your heart. We'll talk with Diamond Fernandez from the HeartFit Clinic, heartfit.ca. But first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. Lots of people here in BC are complaining that they can't get refunds after COVID canceled their travel plans. Consumer Protection BC says they've had a big spike in the number of complaints. They also say that if you... Booked a trip by phone, online, or through email and didn't receive your travel services within 30 days of the dates provided, you can cancel that contract and expect a full refund. If you're trying to get a refund but you can't, Shahid Narani with Consumer Protection BC says you should go to the website consumerprotectionbc.ca to see exactly what your rights are and what you should do next. Vancouver City Council is pondering the idea of closing the Granville Strip down to traffic this summer. Councillor Sarah Kirby Young says she's pitching a pilot project for the summer to turn that area of Granville Street, south of Robson, into a big open-air pedestrian space with room for patios and potential performances from artists. She says it would help both restaurants and the arts sector, both of which have been hit pretty hard by the pandemic. And if the pilot project is approved and if it all goes well, Kirby Young believes the idea could be expanded. She points out there is already some little pop-up patios on a smaller scale on Camby, Maine, South Granville, Fraser. And locals can sit down, even eat some takeout on big communal tables, which are well-spaced out for COVID. The Granville Strip idea should be in front of council by the middle of May. And if it goes through, it'll need support from TransLink. So buses could be rerouted. And a Vancouver man accused of running a nightclub inside his penthouse apartment is going to jail. For one day, this past Wednesday, Mohamed Movasaghi pleaded guilty to three charges. Along with the day in jail, he gets a $5,000 fine and 50 hours of community service. Police used a search warrant back in January to enter what they described as a makeshift nightclub and more than $17,000 in fines were issued against him and guests. Police say the condo had a stripper pole and that guests were told to take off their shoes to prevent noise. There were also allegations that a McDonald's bag containing 100 cheeseburgers had been ordered for the party. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. Coming up, It's a way to protect your health and get ahead of problems with your heart. And also, COVID. How does COVID affect your heart? We'll talk to Diamond Fernandez from the HeartFit Clinic right after this. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and uh, right now we're going to talk about heart health. And uh, my next guest, uh, when it comes to the health of your heart... It's all about being proactive. It's Diamond Fernandez. He's uh, the founder of HeartFit Clinic, heartfit.ca. They're at Douglas Road in Burnaby, and Diamond is with us right now. How are you doing, Diamond?
2: I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking, and I hope everyone's enjoying spring.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's been kind of a mixed mixed bag the last few days, yeah. but uh, yeah. it's been it's been pretty good. And one thing you know that I think we haven't talked about, and we'll we'll get into all your your theories about heart disease and uh, how people can use the Heart Fit Clinic to to make sure they're protected, whether they have had a history of of heart problems or it's in their family. One thing we haven't discussed too much is COVID. And heart disease, and uh, how how getting COVID affects your heart and the heart disease, because this is a, this is obviously something you've been struggling with a lot this past year. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, um, so I, I think you know there are a lot of questions that come up with you know a lot of our patients at the Heart Fit Clinic talk about. Well, Diamond, can you tell us about COVID? You know, what can we do to prevent COVID? What can we do to um, should we be vaccinated? Should we not be vaccinated? That is a big debate that's going on with a lot of my patients right now. And um, I'll get, I'll start off actually with a personal story, if that's okay. Yeah, please um, do. So, uh, you know, uh, so I've been telling, uh, and this is before I went on a little bit of a kick, but until it hits personally, I think, you know, for those of you who don't know, obviously I got into, uh, I founded the HeartFit Clinic, uh, gosh, 14 years ago now, and you know, we've been helping thousands of people prevent and reverse, tens of thousands of people prevent and reverse heart disease. That's our big focus. And I got into this because my father had his first heart attack at 38. And, you know, he's still with us in spite of a scare that just happened last week. And so let, let me talk about that. So,
0: sure.
2: um, so what happened was, is that uh, my father has heart disease and, you know, he's, he's diabetic, has heart disease. He's always, obviously been following all our advice. He does our treatments in our clinic, along with thousands of others. But what happened was is uh, he'd asked me, you know, should I get the, the vaccine? And I said, yes, get the vaccine um, until I, uh, I, I found out what happened. And so he had the vaccine. Two weeks later, he had an upper GI virus and um, he was vomiting, nausea, all that part of it for three days. And then actually it was so bad that he actually went into the hospital with this upper GI virus because he was not getting fluids. And as a heart patient, um, he basically put his heart in, in, a, in a state of having a heart attack. And we don't know what came first because I talk about people, especially a lot at the HeartFit Clinic, as to, you know, is the nausea and the vomiting uh, an actual sign or symptom or indigestion? Those are big signs of heart disease or a heart attack, you know, so we don't know what came first. We don't know if that came first or the, or, um, or, or the heart attack. Was it the virus or the heart attack? And so what happened was he ended up uh, with a heart attack, and uh, it's what we call an NSTEMI, which is a non-ST elevation MI. And um, you know his his levels kept on rising, and we did all the testing. And I and I did not want because I was r- really involved with his care. I did not want him to do an angiogram because uh, I already know his coronary anatomy, and it's of no benefit to to stent at that moment in time or, or bypass. I just wanted to see if he could recover on his own, and he did. But uh, more importantly, I wanted to talk about the side effects. And, we, and I, I went searching a little bit more. There was a lot of levels that were questioning on my end. His D-dimer it was elevated. It there was a lot of other uh, mechanisms that were happening that made me question it, the timing of it was too questionable. And so I, this happened two weeks ago now. So right. he's been out of the hospital two weeks. And, I'm glad to uh, hear that, by the way. Yeah, thank you. And and he's recovered well at home. Of course, uh, I'm monitoring very closely with all our monitoring that we have available at the Fit Clinic. And, um, you know, obviously, he's thankful for that part of it. So I went on a two-week quest, maybe even a three-week quest, of course, while he was in the hospital, of talking to physicians, cardiologists, internal medicine, about the virus and the vaccine and what's happening with this case. And so I have a lot of connections. I mean... One of the great things about when you come to the HeartFit Clinic is if I don't have the answer, I will find somebody that does. And I've, I've been in this field for 20 plus years. And so I've managed to make some really great contacts. And so um, we actually put on a, a webinar at the HeartFit Clinic yesterday on COVID and vaccines and all that part of it. And so there are a lot of things that I think people need to be aware of. And number one, I'm not an anti-vaccine person. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a, that type of person. I'm a, I'm a very big data-driven person. And when I started digging into this, there, there have been reports of thousands of deaths with the vaccine. There's been reports of thousands of hospitalizations, urgent care visits in the tens of thousands, office visits, just with doctor's office visits in the tens of thousands, um, anaphylaxis, bell's palsy, uh, miscarriages, allergy reactions, heart attacks. And so so are, these, looking
1: at- are these with all the different vaccines? And, and what are- vaccine did your father get? Which one?
2: so he had the pfizer vaccine and and all the talk's been about astrazeneca causing blood clots and so we actually uh, so i actually did this webinar and i did it with a cardiologist uh in the in the states uh he's an internal medicine cardiologist and actually he's uh he, he's got his master's in public health as well and so he's really passionate about this part of it and he's again not actually vaccinated uh, anti-vaccine he had the vaccine he had covid and he talks a lot about, I think we're, well, not I think, I know we're focusing on the wrong thing as a healthcare system. So when we talk about it from a pillar standpoint, you have a few different pillars when we talk about uh, this side of things. So the first thing is how can we prevent the contagious aspect of things? We talk about masks, we talk about uh, isolation, uh, social isolation, sorry, not social, social distancing. Well, obviously you're, a lot of social isolation, a lot of mental health concerns can come from this, of course. Mm -hmm. And that's another story. I had a really sad just two days ago um, you know one of my uh, you know one of my good friends his his uh, his cousin passed away who I knew growing up uh, passed away from mental health and it makes me sad from this part of it but anyway I uh, try and collect myself but the idea is is that there are a lot of things that we've been focusing on and and as a healthcare system we've been focusing on the wrong thing because we've been focusing on how do we make sure we keep the contagion under control and and, and then if we look at the end of it is people are seeing the, the hope and the, and the rainbow and, you know, the, the pot of gold at the vaccines and the vaccines aren't necessarily the answer either. And so really where we have failed as a healthcare system is that if you get a positive COVID test, you, you are just told to go home and isolate. And that's the wrong thing to do. Absolute wrong thing to do because What's happened is is that you get them people, what should be done at that stage is preventing that patient from going into the hospital where they require ICU and ventilators and all that problem. And we failed on that pillar too. So if I talk about that side of things. And why is it so important for us as a heart clinic to focus on this is because COVID and now, you know, if I get technical with the artery, inside the artery wall is all skin, right? It's like if you put your thumb and finger together, it's all skin, it's, all, it's called the endothelium. You can Google that. It's called the endothelium. And the endothelium can get damaged, and COVID damages the endothelium, which puts us vulnerable for heart attacks and strokes. And that's where the Heart Fit Clinic can bridge that important gap in the healthcare system and, again, prevent people from getting that, that hospitalization, prevent that first heart attack, prevent that second heart attack because heart stents and bypasses are not a cure because these arteries are muscles, not pipes.
1: Right. We're, we're talking to Diamond Fernandez. He is the founder of the HeartFit Clinic uh, they are across Canada and here in the Lower Mainland in Burnaby, eleven twenty-six Douglas Road in Burnaby. You can go to HeartFit.ca, and uh, you can uh, you can go to their website and get a refer or get a uh, an, an assessment. You don't need a referral from your doctor. But we're talking about COVID and heart disease, and obviously you had a a, a very uh, Close to home experience with COVID, so so you're talking uh, to your patients. I mean, uh, when someone has very serious heart disease, um, what what does COVID? How does COVID affect someone who has a very serious risk of heart disease or of, of a heart attack?
2: Because their endothelium is already damaged, it makes it more susceptible for further problems to occur. Now, I'm not against vaccines. Like that, that's something where come into our clinic, talk to us. Like we have free consultations that you can have with our clinic. No obligation just to talk and understand your situation so that we can help you prevent and reverse heart disease, prevent covid because covid is also an endothelial problem. And so I think I think it becomes important, not I think, I know it becomes important to focus on preventative strategies when we're talking about any virus for that matter, but especially heart disease when it affects the artery wall. And that's why I'm so you know, knowledgeable. I've, got, I've gotten a lot of knowledge over the last year, especially with some great mentors of mine in the US that are cardiologists, internal medicine, that focus on this part of it because we now know it's an endothelial disease. For those of the listeners, again, it's the inner lining of the artery wall. And, you know, if you're, if, you're, if you're considering the vaccine or have been vaccinated or worried about COVID, the big thing you should be focusing on, of course, is your heart, your arteries. And so the arteries of your heart. And so we, we provide heart assessments, cutting-edge heart assessments to, to see where one's risk is of a heart attack or stroke, and then focus on some key preventative strategies to prevent and reverse heart disease. So let me talk about... Well, I don't know if I have time to go into this segment, but when we talk about artery disease and, and COVID, there are a lot of things that we can do to prevent and improve the endothelium, so that we don't have, we minimize the severity. If you do have heart disease, we can minimize the severity of it and live, you know, longer lives. I mean, we got patients. 97, 98, actually, my apologies, turned her 98. So 98 years old that are doing really well with our programs, and that's what we do. Like, obviously, is a big uh, um, mentor to a lot of our patients that come in because that's where they want to be. You know, people, uh, you know, people want to understand where their risk is of a heart attack or stroke. That's what we do, and more importantly, if you have artery disease, you wanted to come to the clinic so that we can prove that inner lining of the artery wall called the endothelium and help people grow new arteries, improve that artery function, improve that heart function. And so if you have questions as to, you know, what can I do to prevent, um, you know, COVID, what can I do to prevent a heart attack? Some of them overlap quite a bit. Okay. Well, that's, that's... we can discuss. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about that in the next segment about how people can protect themselves and their heart, uh, from this, uh, from this virus. And, uh, we'll talk about some other ways to, to keep your heart healthy. We're talking to, uh, Diamond Fernandez. Uh, he's the founder of HeartFit Clinic. He's also the uh, author of Beating Heart Disease. If you go to heartfit.ca, which is the the Heart Clinic website. You can you can see a button where you can buy that book, uh, Heart Beating Heart Disease, and uh, we'll talk about uh, minimizing COVID's effect on your heart coming up. And that's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this on CKNW. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and we're talking about heart health with Diamond Fernandez. He is the founder of HeartFit Clinic. Uh, they're out at Douglas Road in Burnaby. They have locations uh, right across Canada. And uh, you can go to their website, heartfit.ca. And it's all about being proactive. And uh, in the time of COVID, it's even more important to be proactive. And uh, Diamond, your, your uh, clinic, the HeartFit Fit Clinic uh, has a free assessment, uh, and people can go in and uh, they can get their their questions answered. And I'm guessing everybody is different when it comes to their heart. You have some people who have had a long history of of actual heart problems. Some people, it's in their their relatives have had a history of heart problems. Some people just uh, they just want to make sure that they're going into their older years healthy. So so tell. Tell me, how important is this assessment? It's a free assessment. People can go to heartfit.ca and book it. How important is it?
2: I I think it's so important. I I mean, the consultation that we offer for patients is to understand, you know, what we do, more importantly, their specific situation, because heart disease doesn't happen to the specific person anymore that we used to think. You know, it's the person that has high cholesterol. It's the person that has, you know, um, diabetes and is smoking and you know, eats bacon and eggs uh, for breakfast every morning. It doesn't, it, it's not that person anymore. And we see marathon runners to, uh, to young people. Gosh, like in our clinic, we've had a, a handful of young people in their late 30s. Think about that, late 30s with artery disease and, and a lot of people in their 40s with artery disease. And it, it, there's, no, there's no age category anymore. So that's a big thing. There's no age category anymore to people. And there's no, um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be the, uh, and while it's important, you know, but it's not always that overweight person that has that heart attack. It it can be someone who's healthy, fit. I mean, gosh, we get it all over the place. I mean, people that are active and skiing all the time end up with a heart attack. That can happen, right? And so most importantly, come to the HeartFit Clinic. Get that consultation to understand, hey, what is it that I I have to know? Like, you're going to learn something from us. And I promise that. I get, in fact, I guarantee you will learn something when you come to the HeartFit Clinic. It will not be a waste of your time. And we, we are able to do cutting-edge assessments that are not available in the HeartFit Clinic. And so when I say that, that are not available, sorry, at, at your doctor's yeah. office. And, and when I, at the HeartFit Clinic, we bridge an important gap in the healthcare system. And so let's talk about that quickly for a moment because, you know, people think that, okay, it's all about cholesterol accumulating to a pipe. And you have a last fried chicken and you end up with a heart attack and it doesn't happen that way. Um, You know, artery disease happens, it builds up inside the lining of the artery wall and the majority, 83% of people that have heart attacks and strokes have normal cholesterol profiles.
1: Yeah, that's that's, uh, surprising.
2: And it's not when we understand that cholesterol particles come in different sizes. And so it kind of... It makes it saddens me a little bit because it, you got to personalize personalized medicine to the patient, and that's what we do at the HeartFit Clinic. Because it saddens me when I hear, "Oh, my doctor told me to be on a on a statin or a high cholesterol uh, to lower my high cholesterol," and while there's no other information as to whether that would be beneficial to the patient, they're just treating a number, and that's why we see the number needed to treat how many people taking a cholesterol lowering drug on a preventative basis, really, really poor. Mm-hmm. You know, I would not want to take a drug if I didn't need to. And it, it's about understanding particle sizes. And so just quickly about that, the inside lining of the artery wall is all skin we talked about. It. It's called the endothelium. We talked about it in the last segment with COVID, COVID hurting that endothelium. And now we're starting to see, you know, when we're starting to see a lot more people that are COVID recovered, right? Because the uh, you know, they've recovered from COVID. Now they want to know what effect is happening to their heart risk, right? What is their risk of a heart attack? It, 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 does, ex, it does rise a little bit. And so when we talk about the endothelium, it's like a tennis net-like structure, right? And, and why I say it like a tennis net-like structure, when we talk about cholesterol, there's different sizes of cholesterol. There are large particles like tennis balls. They don't go through a tennis net. And then there are small ones like golf balls that go through a tennis net. And so when that endothelium, that inner lining of the skin gets damaged, those golf balls can seep into the lining of the artery wall, and then you get an immune response that happens. And that's why viruses in general can hurt the endothelium. And so you get the immune response, which pack mans up all that cellular debris of that cholesterol particle, and it goes through about 40 different biochemical reactions that I promise not to go through on this conversation. But uh, it, it builds up just like a pimple would on your face. And so here's another big statistic is that the majority of people that have heart attacks and strokes, they actually occur with blockages that are less than 50%. And why is that? It's because we think of the arteries like a plumbing system. People think of it like, you know, think of it like a a, a 10 lane highway system. And if, you know, if, if you have nine lanes closed on that highway system, you know, they're like, okay, I only have 10% more, 10 more, line- one more lane open. Otherwise I'm going to have a heart attack and it doesn't happen that way. 90% of heart attacks occur with blockages that a cardiologist will never pick up on a preventative testing. So it's, and the reason why is because it happens. Remember I talked about it building like a pimple mm-hmm. inside the lining of the artery wall. Well, everyone's had that pimple on their face. And if that pimple pops, that is a heart attack or a stroke. And so At the HeartFit Clinic, we want to know where your risk is of that heart attack or stroke. We're able to look at the small arteries, the big arteries, and come up with a good understanding as to where your risk is of that heart attack or stroke or that second heart attack or stroke. And if you have heart failure or a plumbing problem and you're you're waiting for a stent or bypass, make sure you call the HeartFit Clinic and we can discuss with you and educate you some important things because these arteries are not a pipe, they're a muscle. And that's why heart stents and bypasses are not a cure. Mm -hmm. Very important to do when you're in the emergency room, when you're having a heart attack, that's different. But if you're not having a heart attack, I don't agree with it.
1: Right. And that's why going in for an assessment does not hurt at the heart fit. Clinic Heartfit.ca is where you can go uh and uh book this assessment. They're at Douglas Road in Burnaby. We're talking to Diamond Fernandez, the founder of Heartfit Clinic, and we're kind of on a COVID thing here, talking about how COVID uh fits into all of this. And we hear a lot about people who have had COVID who are long haulers. They have um mm-hmm. They have um, symptoms that go on and on and on, and it sounds like a pretty horrible thing. And uh, what are we seeing in terms of the connections with heart health and these long haulers?
2: Well, we know that COVID affects the endothelium, which is that inner lining of the artery wall. And so that's why it's important. Like we've got a lot of recovered COVID patients that come into our clinic because it's important that we keep track as understanding where their risk is of a heart attack or stroke. And, these, you know, Martin, these are people that are strong. Like, these are people that were strong before, and now they're not able to, you know, do a, a run that they were able to do before. And, and it takes time to, you know, to recover, of course, from a virus, any virus for that matter. If anyone's out there has had a flu or... A virus you know it takes a few weeks to get over that and so COVID is no different on that end of it but some people are strong and they have good immune uh, functions or systems that were able to have enough antibodies to combat that virus and you know and understand that you know even when you're taking a vaccine that you can still have COVID um, and that's important to understand we talked about vaccines and if you have questions about vaccines I can I can talk to you all day long about that part of it we did a, an amazing webinar actually, the other night, and and it was really great information with another cardiologist. And um, we're talking about all the different vaccines. And if you have questions about that, or if you have taken it or, or are taking it, you know, have that conversation with us at the HeartFit Clinic. We can do that. It's a free consult where we can sit down with you, go with you and understand specifically what your situation is so that we can help you prevent and reverse that disease process.
1: Wow. So, so you you believe that there is some question of timing with this vaccine if someone is at risk of heart disease?
2: Yeah, you know, everyone's individual, and uh, I shared early in the show my my uh, my experience, my personal experience with it, and you know, you know, this vaccine. There's a lot of data that we don't know, and that's where people should understand that from someone like myself who understands the data and knows what to do with that and understand you know what are the pros what are the cons of taking a vaccine i'm not anti-vaccine i'm not i'm not saying that i'm saying everyone's into an individual and they should know certain things before they go out and do that it's not you know the vaccine i i don't think is the the cure to a pandemic either so we're bringing it's a prophylactic vaccine that's being introduced during a pandemic it's it's not quite the same effect and so I don't think COVID's going away anytime soon.
1: Diamond Fernandez is the author of Beating Heart Disease, as well as the founder of Heartfit Clinic. Uh there at Douglas Road in Burnaby, heartfit.ca. And I always mention that you're the, the author of Beating Heart Disease. But uh tell me about tell me about the book, Beating Heart Disease. Um we haven't yeah. really gotten into that much.
2: <laughs> you know, uh I, I, I share I share some personal stories with patients and, and myself. as that how we can help people prevent and reverse heart disease? I talk about five powerful pillars to prevent and reverse heart disease when we talk about it from that end of it. If you've had a heart attack, um, if you just had recently had a heart attack, or if you are in heart failure or have any heart problems, people are scared. You know, especially people that have heart disease. People are scared. You know, they're they're scared to go out and and get back to their their daily lives there it's always in the back of their mind as to whether they can you know can i go back and go on a ski trip can i go back and can i be on the golf course again and and hit the ball and not have to worry about a heart attack and that goes through the mind the psychology of it goes through the mind of patients that have that uh, have heart disease, and so it's it's back of their mind. And so I want to be able to provide confidence for patients to help prevent and reverse that disease process. And that's what we do at the HeartFit Clinic. But the book talks about five powerful pillars to prevent and reverse heart disease. And um, you know I'm I'm excited about that uh, book, but I'm also excited about the new book that I have coming out as well. And it's called Death of the Stress Test. And I, that sounds really bad, but it talks about why I do not like the stress test in terms of the outcomes. And, uh, and I talk a little bit about the book in, in Beating Heart Disease, but navigating that, that if you're going for heart tests or if you're keeping track of heart disease... There are better ways to do that, and that's conversations that we can have at the HeartFit Clinic there with that free consultation that we can do. But in the book, I, t- I want to get to the five powerful pillars. So we talk about obviously what are the right exercises people can do to help with their heart health, and what are um, you know what nutrition is very important. And I think it goes beyond, of course, our Canada Food Guide. And then you know there's a lot of diets out there, from keto to to uh, the Dash diet to the Mediterranean diet to all the people have questions like, you know, the paleo diet. What diet am I supposed to follow? And it's about personalizing it. And then and then uh, we talk about, so that's nutrition. We talk about stress management. Everybody has stress. Everybody does. And the only time you don't is, fortunately, when you're, um, when you're passed away. And so it's how you, how you combat with stress and, and how you deal with that becomes very important. And then, you know, I, the heart's a love muscle. The heart's a love muscle. Okay. And it wants to connect and and i talk about the the fourth pillar being having strong relationships and so you know i always ask this question is that who are you to the ones that you love and you know what kind of what kind of support system do we have and i think this is going to be a big problem especially with covid and with lockdowns and and social isolation and with you know asking people to distance and face masks and all that part of it i'm not saying this is not important but we got to look at the social aspect of what, how it hurts people's heart. And we're going to see an abundance of, of, of many mental health concerns, which can relate to heart disease. And uh, I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned about what it's going to do, uh, w- what we're doing to the repercussion of this part of it. Cause I, I talked about earlier in the show as to how we're focusing on the wrong pillar. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that contagion is not important. I'm not saying vaccines are not important. I think we are failing, we're failing badly with a big F, on, on preventative strategies to make sure that patients who then test positive with COVID make sure they don't go in the hospital. I think that's where we're failing most.
1: And that's where, and why, then, oh, yeah, you have one more pillar, but we're almost out of time. More, yeah. so, so let's say. Yeah, uh, let, well,
2: my, my last pillar is just mindset. It's setting the right mindset for success. And so that's very important. And, and we see that, that in the, gosh, tens of thousands of people that we've seen. And I've been doing this since 1999. The people that are successful have the right mindset to do, to do that, so.
1: Right on. And it's all from the book, Beating Heart Disease, written by Diamond Fernandez. And he is the founder of HeartFit Clinic out in Burnaby, Douglas Road. You can go to heartfit.ca and book a free assessment. And uh, it it really is a proactive way to uh, protect your overall health and your heart health. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Diamond. And uh, best of luck to your father. I hope he's feeling better.
2: Thank you very much, and uh, wish you all safe out there.
1: Diamond Fernandez from the HeartFit Clinic, heartfit.ca. Stick around. When we return on Vancouver Consumer, we ask Andrew. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and uh, I'm looking forward to my summer vacation. You know where I'm going, Andrew? Port Coquitlam? I'm going to... Uh, No, not Port I'm going to Burnaby. Uh, We're talking uh, travel restrictions uh, here on Vancouver Consumer. That's Andrew Ferreira. He's the executive producer of Vancouver Consumer. And it's time for Ask Andrew. Now, Andrew, uh, let's talk about these travel restrictions. Yesterday, uh, a bunch of uh, sort of uh, details about the travel restrictions came down.
0: Yeah, so I have, you know, I've, I've used this segment to berate people for doing silly things, and I will continue to do so because I think it's important um, in light of the fact that, you know, just earlier this week, a, a man from Alberta was caught uh, in Victoria doing donuts in a park for some reason. Right. <laughs> he also d- the car was an insurance. So that's a separate other thing, um, but you know, don't be like that. You know, I know that it sucks that You know, you can't really go on vacation to where you want to go or whatever.
1: Um, Yeah, I know people who have a cabin, you know, somewhere in the interior and they can't go.
0: Yeah, no, don't do it. There's you know, there's a time and a place and it sucks that we're probably going to lose May long to this as well. Uh, But this is, you know, we're in a global pandemic. There are things more important than your cabin and you know, in the interior as much as I would also like to go to your cabin in the interior. Um, But on Friday morning, um, Attorney General and Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth um, actually, you know, took to the mics and laid out some more detail, saying that, you know, the road checks, the highway road checks into and out of the province and and, and health zones, you know, the lower mainland zone, the island zone and the interior and north zone, um, those essentially could have been in effect as early as yesterday, um, and it's likely that they could be in, in effect right now today, right? So. If you, you know, at the discretion of police, of course, uh, if you know, if you're breaking the law, if you're found to be traveling outside of your zone for, you know, no real good reason, uh, it's a five hundred seventy five dollar fine and you know, to those who are worried about, you know, street checks like carding, for instance, uh, Farnworth mentioned that pedestrians will not be stopped on the street uh, and that enforcement measures will only be in effect um, at road check sites Um, and, and at the end of the day, these are measures to, you know, really to help save lives. That's what this is Um, because you never know um, who, you know, could even be an asymptomatic carrier, right? That's the thing we we just don't know and we simply do not have enough vaccine coverage yet to be, you know, decently secure in the knowledge that well, if somebody has it, it's unlikely they'll pass it on. We we really just don't know. Um, BC Parks, for instance, uh, in the last few weeks, they've logged about 5000 cancellations. Uh, and that's 5,000 instances of people going, okay, I'm going to do the right thing. Right. Right. As much as it sucks uh, having to, you know, cancel your camping, uh, your yeah. reservations, because boy howdy, is it hard to get campsite reservations in this province.
1: And it would be pretty hard to evade the, the road stops because if you're camping, it's pretty obvious you're camping because all the camping gear is Well, in exactly. The car and- right.
0: Um, that as well, BC Ferries, their vehicle traffic is down about a quarter. Mm -hmm. It's another good sign. No, that's, you know, that's 25% of people who are saying, you know what? Maybe I don't have to, you know, cross over to the island to, you know, see a friend or I don't have to come over to Vancouver uh, to do some shopping. Right. These are, you know, completely, you know, unnecessary things. Uh, But this is being added uh, to what Dr. Bonnie Henry said on Thursday, saying just because the Sunshine Coast and Whistler are in that Vancouver Coastal Health Zone don't travel there. It's not against restrictions, but don't do it because why put more people at risk? than you have to put people at risk, right? Um, of course, there are, you know, situations where essential travel is granted. For instance, you know, uh, funerals is one of them. Uh, medical care is another one yeah. like these kinds of things. You can pass the road check and the police will wave you on through. No worries, um, but you know, really think twice about what you're doing. Um, that, that's all. That's really the end of the day. Uh, this is bigger than any one person, right? We're doing this to protect uh, ourselves, our families, our friends, and the people we don't know, right? So keep that in mind. You know, if you're thinking of, you know, jetting off to the interior for your cabin, please take me next time. Yeah. <laughs> um, or, you know, wanting to cross over the island to do some shopping or anything like that, or even, you know, going up to the Sunshine Coast. It's gorgeous. I have family up there. I'm not going to see them. Mm-hmm. And that's just what we all have to do.
1: Yeah, just what we have to do. And, you know, hopefully it won't be for that much longer. So we'll see. That was Andrew Ferrer, the, the uh, executive producer of Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and uh, that's it for us. We're here every Saturday, 2 to 4, and we'll see you next time.